This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show is Jake and our sponsors today, Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at uh, weather in Galveston right now, 71 down on the island. That's pretty cool. You know, when it's usually 84, whatever, every morning, we'll take it. Sunshine and clouds mixed today with a high of 84. Winds will be north-northeast, 15 to 25. Then tonight, even, you know, developing more gusty winds, uh, low of 69 tonight with north-northeast winds 20 to 30. And for tomorrow, overcast skies and windy again. High of 76, north-northeast winds, 20 to 30 miles per hour. Some wind gusts could occasionally uh, reach 40 miles per hour tomorrow. So, man, we want to fall. We're getting it. We didn't want the winds, but we're getting them. All right, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel tide predictions, and there's two of them. We had a high occur at the Galveston Channel at 2.01 a.m. It was a 1.9. Then our low... Today is 4.54 p.m. and 0.3. Sunrise, 7.15 a.m. Sunset, 6.59 p.m. Our moon phase is 58%. Looking at current conditions, uh, offshore the buoy out there showing 74 degrees with 83-degree water. North wind at 16 to 20. And at Galveston Channel, it's 72 degrees with 82-degree water with a north-northeast wind at 11 to 14. And at Eagle Point, it's 73 degrees with 79-degree water temp, north-northeast, 11 to 18 miles per hour. So there's where we stand. North-northeast winds, and pretty strong tonight and tomorrow especially. That's crazy. Anyway, all right, well, let's head over to the Tri-Bay area. Let's get plugged in with the hammer this morning and see what he's up to. Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, it's good, man. You know me. I'm here. Well, you were right on it. We got 12 to 14 north northwest. But, uh, northwest, had, okay. Sometime around, uh, I think it was 930 yesterday morning, mm-hmm. uh, that thing blew through here. We had a 45-mile-an-hour wind gust maybe even a little stronger but that thing blew through here and uh i mean the tide grass was laying flat but it was i bet we had well we've had those high tides and goodness gracious have i'm still looking for buckets man i mean that thing blew through here with all that high water man there ain't a bit of telling what's gonna what you're gonna find up on the highway but it was a it was a soaker Mm -hmm. I know, I know starting Monday, we had a half an inch. Tuesday, we had just under an inch. And Wednesday, just under an inch. Mm. So, and then all that yesterday, I looked at the rain gauge, and it's just around four inches. Now, inland to, uh, towards Freeport and over that away, they uh, oh, they, had that. Five, they had uh, four and five, five and a half inches in some places yeah. over in this area. Kind of figured but, that out. Uh, Y'all get the same over in your area? 
I had uh, two inches on Monday morning, and then mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday I got uh, two more inches, or yesterday I got two more inches. So they gave me four for the week, then three the previous week, and three before that. That's ten inches in three weeks, so the drought's oh, over man. around my place. Good deal. Good deal. That's a real good deal. But, boy, it was getting dry. I mean, yes, it, it, was. Get, it was. It was critical, man. I'm watching so many trees dry, you know, dying all in my area. Mm-hmm. They're taking, they took a beating. Well, Hopefully, we had these, uh, save a few. These big old bushes out here in the marsh, and uh, they're kind of like pruned trees from the, the wind. They're wind pruned. Mm. And uh, it's uh, where the big uh, herons and stuff roost. And right. every one of those, every one of those bushes, which are normally greener than everything, are brown. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, it takes a lot to kill that stuff, man. Wet as soggy as the ground normally is, when, you, when the marsh gets that dry, uh, just not good. Just not good. I hope it's going good for the dove hunters, or the teal hunters, or whatever season it is. Well, teal's think- over dove still going, and uh, dove hunters are. Well, it depends on what area of the state you're in. You know, South Texas has mm-hmm. just been absolutely stupid. They just, they're nuking them down there. I used to go in, uh, we had a place in Catula. And uh, yeah. uh, no problem with the morning dubs. I mean, God, walk out, put, sit, get you a five-gallon bucket, sit down, and start shooting. <laughs> right. You you can slaughter them. Catula, uh, Catula, oh, way down there, man. But uh, well, let's see what we got going, man. I ain't fished all week. I mean, it's just been a, it's just been the weather factor, and then you now the next couple of days, it's gonna looks gonna be a windy factor. Uh, predicting what tomorrow, uh, uh twenty twenty five knots. I think tomorrow and uh, and then uh, I don't know maybe even the same thing on tonight and tomorrow is supposed to you know with gusts near forty miles per mm-hmm. hour on on occasion. Well, I would say fishing over in this area is a hit and a miss. You'll hit them one day and miss them for three days. Right. And, uh, that's yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I, that's the way it's been for me anyway. You, mm-hmm. you think you got something going on, and then you go back out there and have your rear end handed to you. But uh, no, man, it's it's uh, just that season, just between seasons. We we did it, you know. We do it every year, and uh, and I've been all excited about it because I'm ready for the water to cool down and and all this stuff, man. It's you know for us to get all these high tides right here at once. Of course, we knew once that wind switched around from the east, it was going to blow like hey. Well, and plus we're on our fall equinox too. We're always we always right. get above normal tides on that. And that moon was big, buddy, earlier in the week. Man, yes, it was. I got a text from a listener, Mike. Uh, he said he lives between Brazoria and Freeport. said he got mm-hmm. seven inches on Tuesday and five inches yesterday. Yeah, they so- they got soaked inland. Yeah, I watched that uh, Tuesday. It was just training in from the Gulf, and those lines of those storms just kept going through that area. I said, man, they are getting it. Well, they did, mm-hmm. seven and five. That's 12 inches in two days. That's crazy. Yeah, I imagine we got it. Uh, we're soaked out at the ranch on Sweeney. Sweeney, boy, it that. gets wet out there I, in them bottoms, doesn't it? Oh, I know it. And I and I was watching those lines of storm, storms come through there, and it just sit on us. I mean, it sit on us for a couple of good hours, buddy. I went. Yeah. We had a little running around to do, and went into town. You couldn't even see, couldn't even see to drive down the freeway. It was raining so hard. <laughs> Anyway, we get it in strange and unusual amounts, you know, either none or no moderation in Texas, man. Extreme, either too much or not enough. That's us. That's how we roll. (laughs) That's it. Uh, uh, I haven't seen any fishermen. I haven't talked to any fishermen. There's been a actually yesterday before that thing blew through, I seen like two or three trucks over at the ram. Now it could have been guys running their crab traps. uh, do you have any idea when that I'm going to talk to my buddy when they pick the crab traps up I know they do it once every year oh they do cool. that uh, you know after Pull the winter's over uh, usually for two weeks uh, January 15th to February 1st something like that they'll announce mm-hmm. it It'll they'll have a press release on it 
later. It's still yep, early. Yeah. It come, that and comes then, after the first of the year. And that'll help them pick up all the abandoned traps. The abandoned traps, you know, the ones that have been lost or whatever. And uh, They're killers. They just keep killing. Uh, that darn crab trap just kills. Something goes inside of it to get what's in there, and they die, and something else goes in there to get them. So it's like they never quit killing. That's what's bad about those traps. If they get unmarked and forgot about and left, something's yeah. going to get in there. But Man, uh. We had some crabber. I had a crabber buddy of mine that was pulling six-pound trout out of its crab traps over in Christmas Bay. No way. And, uh, along the shoreline. You you wouldn't think they could get in there after that. Uh, they get in there after those little baby crabs, I guess. I've never what, seen any, any fish they that can't big keep them, you know, they, Well, no, yeah, they you can't. Let, yeah, if it's a game fish, you got to dump it out. No, he said he would get some big old 25-inch trout in his, uh, up and down that shoreline. I've seen flounder get in them and uh, hardheads and blue cats get in them big time right. up my way. Right. But Soft when trout turtles. Start getting <laughs> the trout are hungry, man. Uh, but uh, let's see, bay camps over here are holding some big old giant shrimp, man. You're going to get about three shrimp to a quart. You know, you probably you you probably want to butterfly them and put some cornmeal on them, man. These uh these shrimp are huge, huge, huge. They they can pull the popping cork under the water. That's how strong they are. Yeah, you know, they're they're big, but we didn't have any problems with them. I mean, every time I've went out, we've had those big old shrimp, and we put a few fish in the box, whether it was trout or reds. We haven't been really killing anything, just a few here and a few there, just enough to keep the customer's interest and, and put some fillets on the on the table when we get back home. But, uh, it ain't, it's uh, far, excuse me, far from being hot and heavy. It's just not, that's just not the case over in this area right now. And now we're going to have to deal with the freshwater runoff. It's one thing after another. Uh, we'll, we'll mix it. I imagine that water was getting pretty dang salty. Oh, our salinity rates were way up. Yeah, they were, they were high. I bet it was. I bet it was. Well, um, the trout that we were catching, uh, about every, uh, I would say third or fourth fish would be a male. I had a lot of, a lot of 16 inch male fish, uh, That's here good. recently. Um, yeah, I guess we need somebody to service them. I mean, those are big old. You know, everybody's keeping the big sows, and hopefully not. I'm into the catch and release part, of, especially on speckled trout and the big mamas and all that stuff. Anything over, you know, 22 inches is, is what I call a, a, a great fish this day and time. You know, that used to be a, a norm, you know, to bring in some 21s, 22 inches in your box. And, and now that's probably usually the biggest fish we get is will be something like that. There's no more. Uh, not many 25, 27 inches, and and you wouldn't put a, want to put a butcher knife to them anyway. So uh, I would let them go and encourage everybody else to let them go, unless they just have to have the the fish. And and uh, Lord knows, man, our fishery uh, it's got some pressure on it right now. And whether it's crabbing or or, or shrimping or fishing or whatever, everybody wants to get them some. I I guess it turned into the number one sport. Uh, outdoors, <laughs> everybody bought them a fishing pole and a boat. Everybody got a kayak. I mean, it's <laughs> ever since that COVID stuff, about three years now, our boat ramp's been full every day of the week. Uh, it's just like, man, nobody's working, everybody's fishing. That's, and, uh, that's a, I gotta figure out how you don't have to work and you still have the money to go fishing. Um, I'm I think, trying to figure I think that the, one out. I think our government's making it pretty easy on them. If they'll just stay that route and don't go get a job, they'll keep getting those checks. Plug me in. Send me uh, some info. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I know I'm you I'm ready for a piece of the pie. Some of that work, golden you work, cheese. No. <laughs> you work for your money like, like I do, man. You know, we work hard for it. But uh, being a guide, Lord have mercy, you did it for 40 years. I barely did it for 43 20 now. years. 43 be 40, be 44 this next year yeah that's man have you uh, wrote your first book yet? have you wrote a book yet no i had i hadn't prepared to die yet i'll, I'll wait till <laughs> i'm on my deathbed 
<laughs> no, no, don't do that, man. You got too much good info in there. You need to share it with everybody. Yeah, I know, but, uh, I know. Just just hearing your stories, man. You you could uh you could write a book. Uh, I saved every book for all the for the twenty years I've been doing it. Believe it or not, I wrote down every fishing trip and every result. You know what I mean? What what the results were and this and that. I try to keep track of the rain and the. I mean, the weather and this and that, you track those fish from one end of the bay to the next and one season to the next. So anyway, that's all I got for and you it, this morning. Nothing changes. It's just been the same for 43 years. Right. All, all right. the basic. Well, the only thing that's changing now is the bay system, our structure and and erosion. and. Oh, yeah. A, been a lot, of, lot of changes in just the last two or three years to what uh, – I mean, it's just incredible how much uh, deterioration we're having going on in this bay system right now. You know, islands that used to be there, they're now they're reefs, they're underwater. That's it's, it. Uh, wading places you can't even wade anymore, and it is just crazy. That's exactly but, how it is in know, this area. Ship wakes and widening and deepening the ship channel and everything else is causing a lot of these problems. Right. And it, well, it affects, I, uh, it affects everybody, the entire coast. It does. It does. We're uh, we're just going to hang in today yeah. and uh, uh, pick up pick up loose five gallon buckets floating down the highway. I'm going to look for them. All right, but, buddy. Uh, well, somebody wants to get with you and come over and fish with you, Glenn. How do they get a hold of you, man? Yes, sir. Seven one three two zero eight zero six eight three. Y'all have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Sunday, buddy. All right, Glenn. See you, man. Take care. All right. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Friday morning, it is 419 here in the Bayou City. And let's run up to Fayette County Reservoir now check in with old bob green we didn't talk to him last week need to check his pulse bob good morning what's up man well the pulse is still there so that's a good thing you're ticking i'm kicking how are you this morning oh i'm good brother you know me it don't take much for me to be good (laughs) well we 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 got some another inch and a half of rain up here yesterday so that's, that was good because the ground had already dried back up from that last one. So, I tell you, though, fishing hadn't changed much. I, you know, it's still it's still sluggish. So I kind of turned my head back over into the, the the deer hunting mode now and seeing what's going on with that. So yeah, uh, it's it's going to take more than. It's going to take a little more than this one little cold front to change a whole lot right here, right now. It's still, oh, yeah. it's still people are battling, you know, for, for fish. Now, perch, it surprises me, but the perch are still biting. Uh, and, of course, that water temperature is still 92. 92, it, it's, it hadn't really hit 95 again or 96, mm-hmm. but 92 is still pretty warm. So, so they're they're still you know they're still doing good, you know. but uh, I I tell you, getting back to the deer, those those undoubtedly my the spikes are up here. Last year did a lot of breeding because I've I've got some of the weirdest looking horns that I'm seeing <laughs> right now. I got one with the blade that goes up that must be thirteen, you know, probably twelve inches, thirteen inches tall and flat you know i used to see these you know these kind of deer all the time but and then you'd you'd have another one just straight spikes coming up about seven eight inches now those those that that's a young deer i may give him another you always say once a spike always a spike but it's such a young deer i'm thinking well well yeah it's too too soon you they know, still got that, milk that, on their breath and got a spike. I wouldn't shoot them until, you know, now that yeah. second year they still got it, roll them. Yeah. That's what they have a spike and, uh, season for. Well, I haven't seen, I herd, haven't seen man. it. Exactly. But I haven't seen a, 
a decent set of horns yet. I mean, actually a good full, uh, uh, I mean, just a good wide one. Yeah. Uh, because some of these deer, you'll have them, the ones that just, they just kind of start going straight up and they never will get to that 14 inch, but yet they'll be real tall. Yeah. That's the limit, uh, isn't it? 14 inch inside spread. Right. Yeah. Or 13. But, uh, I can't remember, but that's, that's an era. But yeah. now I'm hearing it all over. It's like those deer are making more deer like that. And, yeah. Uh, it was supposed to better better the genetics by not taking those i don't see how get them out mm-hmm. yeah let the white oh, well. walk well i've got i've got plenty of, i mean and the uh the the fawns did well this year they the they they had quite a few fawns uh i mean this is the first first year in, in a couple of years that i actually saw each one with two fawns uh but they they kind of waited waited late to bring them out with them so they have them hit out pretty good uh, at least on this side of 290 on mm-hmm. the uh, uh the other side of 290 like going back toward the lake there was a lot of them getting ran over this year uh you know following mama across the road mama didn't say watch both ways and, mm-hmm. and got squished out and uh, we'll we'll see i mean i've, I've got the does and so, I mean, as long as I've got the does, they'll they'll bring the other ones in. Uh, we just have to wait and see what happens. But I would like to see. I haven't seen a decent one on my camera yet, other than that big old tall spike. So that that'll be my first one. I want to to get out of there. I got a couple of good videos of you know that old big one with that one longhorn sparring off with the one with the two little spikes. And I'm thinking, boy, that. That little spike gets a running start. He'd now poke a couple of holes in your in the side of your belly. I'm telling you. But anyway, well, I I, I guess this coming week I'm going to have company this weekend up here, so I won't be doing any fishing. But uh, next week uh, I'm going to go try to perch fishing again and uh, see just see what happens. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm disgusted with the with the bass fishing right this minute. So I don't know. Everybody's trying to rush it. So okay, well let's. They're getting the fever. They're getting that fever now to get out. They've been stuck, you know, all summer, and they're ready to get out there just cause weather turned a little cooler and and, and it just really it's not happening yet. So, but we'll see. I mean, the they've kept the they've kept the water up big time. I mean. We've got plenty of water in the lake. I uh, don't really understand why it's still. Well, I do understand why it's still that warm. You know, they're, they're pumping because air conditioners are still running all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to run it up to about 77 or 78 to get it cut off. I mean, it, it just cut off just a few minutes ago. Uh, we'll see. So, uh, I don't know. How, how's fishing down that way? It, it's a roller coaster, you know. It's pretty much the same, same mo, as Charlie says. Yeah. Fair to Midland, same old stuff. Yeah, I've been I've been keeping up with all the people. You know, I I haven't done that much fishing, but I haven't needed to. The people I've been talking to that uh, that that you know get on there once or twice a week, you know. Whether they want to or not, they do it anyway just to get out. So yeah, uh, I wish I had. I wish I had better information, but well, there'll be more to talk about as fall gets kicked in good and everybody gets back to it and fishing. Well, we, we we get those fish and move out of that that depth they're stuck in right now, and. uh and they'll they'll start they'll start spreading out again, get a little top water action going. That's that's what I'm waiting on anyway. So I pretty much moved everybody out of October at this point, and they, you know it's one of them deals we just call them. Say, hey, look, if it changes, I'll give you a call. Yeah, sliders you know, like and, keep sliding them up. <laughs> yeah, move them around. I, <laughs> yeah, and, and and most most people appreciate the fact that you do that. They don't. They, do. come they up don't here. want a water haul or, you know, they're yeah. coming to catch fish. They're not coming to just for the outing. 
They want to catch exactly. them too, just like we do. Well, we, like I say, when they when they start, you know, moving to their 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 points and and stuff like that, and it'll it'll all get better. But good yeah. gosh, uh, yeah. Now I have I haven't been there since last week. So, but one one of the guys said the water kind of had an odor to it, and I didn't I couldn't understand what that was. And it was you know it was coming from out around the the discharge area. So, I'm, I'm this week when I get I'll check that out real close and see what's going on with that. So it's I don't know I don't know exactly what that means. It could have you know, just could have been the way the wind was blowing or or something like that. So it's hard to say. Uh, I mean, and, and and off color to start with too. So maybe it was lake was turning over or something. Yeah, that that's a possibility. But you they know, didn't say anything about time of year right before fall where we get all these. Uh, you know the oxygen levels go bonkers and yep. get red tides, and you know like we had one area here that had pretty good red tide working, killing a lot of fish. But it's uh, Mother Nature doing her thing. I noticed yeah. we, uh, me and my buddies, that you know we wanted to have a crab boil this week, and we ran some traps, and uh, I noticed some of the traps, about three or four of them, the half of the crabs were dead in them. Ooh. And yeah, you know, yeah. when we picked them up, like uh, oxygen deprivation or something, because there even a few fish that got into the traps uh, died also. So that was concerning. Wow. Yeah, I'd hate to. I'd hate. Well, every year we have some kind of little fish killed, but it, it, a lot of times it doesn't affect bass as much as it affects some of the other stuff. Yeah, shad are the first. They're the weakest. Oh, oh yeah, you know shad. Yeah, they those those things there. They can't take a thump on the head or anything. No, else they're they're real weak fish. Or, or or even when those fish swim through there and suck in a few of them, the ones they they just nick or something to be sitting there floating, mm. trying to you know trying to. Yeah, um, and even and the shad are really you're not seeing any shad up around the banks either right now mm-hmm. you know normally you'll have all them white birds and stuff like that up there hitting them shad and uh and and that's not really going on right now either so oh everything's still out there kind of deep you know yeah we're in so that lull between you know summer and fall and uh <laughs> once those fish slide in they'll y'all start catching them good they'll move up shallow. Yeah, absolutely Shallow water fish buzz. are always easier to catch than deep water fish. Oh yeah, and we've got plenty of grass too this year. So, right yeah, that that and and as long as you got the water, uh, that if they don't if they don't drop the water to where you got all that matted grass sitting on top of it, where you can't mm-hmm. run a bait to it, uh, it pull out the frogs. I guess if it go, does that, but it's always good to have about two yeah two foot of water above that grass that that makes for a pretty explosive top water bite yeah it does makes a good uh, worm yeah. bite too yeah and uh, yeah we're back back to our our wacky worms and stuff again Heck so. yeah hey it's all it'll all come together here it'll 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 all get better it will well so, just have to wait them out sometimes that's a good time of year, man. We've got bow season going on already. I've seen a few nice deer kill with a bow so far, but uh, rifle season's right mm-hmm. around the corner. Here we go. It's already here. That yeah. fast. Man, this year flew oh, by, didn't it? Jeez. Oh, it really did. I mean, I I can't I can't believe. I mean, Thanksgiving's, you know, right upon us, and then Christmas, yeah. good God. It's coming. Oh. Uh, and then 2024 is right around the corner, too. Yeah, and no more of those 105-degree days. Had enough of that. No. No, that was – that was. Oh, I mean, it's been it, – it's still been hot when the sun was out. As yeah, far it's, as been ple- the day. it's been a pleasant hot, you know. It hadn't been that oh, yeah. sweltering, humid, nasty. Yeah. You know, can't, yeah. can't do anything. You can only work so long outside, and then you get all tired and have to take a break. Now you can just – get after it it's nice yeah well yeah, my usually my uh 
October, November, not not anything, not not near busy like it is, you know, starting in uh, February, March, April, May, right. and stuff like that. But so I got I got plenty of of openings to put this stuff off a little bit till things get right. I got so, you, and and that's what we'll do. So, All right, Bob. Well, I want to check yeah. in and see how it was going for you, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming up and fishing with you, give them some info. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Well, it's 281-460-9200 or FayetteCountyBassFishing.com. Y'all have a great uh, Friday and a good weekend. We'll do her. Well, All right, Bob. I'll you take care, bud. All right. See All you, man. Right. All right. That's Bob Green up on Fayette County. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 435 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down Matagorda Way and check in with Captain Tommy Alexander. Good morning, Tommy. What's up? What's up, Mickey? Not a lot, man. You tell me. Man, well, uh, hopefully wind's not a whole lot yet. I think it's blowing a little bit. 12, yeah, it's uh, a little bit right now. They're calling for it to blow even harder tonight and yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw tomorrow for sure it was real hard. Yes. And then uh, actually the next few days kind of hard, but tomorrow was for sure hard. Right. Like I said, I don't know. My house feels like it's blowing a little bit, 10 or 12. <clears throat> I hadn't got down here yet, though, to see. But Right. But yeah, I mean, just like everybody, we got some rain finally. So definitely it was good. Yes, much needed well, for the whole state. Go from drought to flooded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how many inches we got. Somehow my rain gauge flipped over. But I know we got that first day and wherever the day that one day we got about three inches at my house, but then yesterday we got more than that for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe five or six. I don't know what we got yesterday, but it was a lot. Seemed like. <clears throat> Definitely got plenty of it, or, you know, I know we needed it, but I wish we could get it in a little bit slower spurts, you know, and don't go from drought to 10 inches, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but well, I'll take whatever it is. Well, it's so dry, there's not a lot of runoff, I can tell you that. <clears throat> yeah, I'll take it. Better than no rain, for sure. No, it's, we yeah, had to have it. Good. We had For whatever have, reason, yeah. through your area, there's not as near as much wind down your way this morning as there is up my way. Okay. Well, Matagorda Harbor there, they're showing, you know, north at 8. Sergeant's okay. north at 8. And then uh, right out there by your jetties, it's 12. But up here, everything's about 18, 19, and 20. Oh, yeah, that's pretty hard. Oh, well. well. Our tides are real high, like everybody's, you know, we got super, or right. have been super. I don't know what they'll, <clears throat> I don't know, you know, how much they'll fall out. Depends on if the wind keeps east in it or goes nor- due north, you know, or northwest or whatever. Northwest we'll will really, really push it that'll, out. but uh, That'll push it out, yeah. North to northeast, uh, especially northeast. Northeast, northeast will push water yeah. in. Yeah, northeast, it keeps it in there fine. <clears throat> I mean, it's been redfish, you know, rodeos around here. That's what everybody's catching. Well, it is red tober. <laughs> yeah, red tober. Red tober. <clears throat> I mean, you see like, you know, 12 reds to every one trout you see at the yes. table. It's uh, it's just everybody's got you know boxes of reds. No trout. Most of them don't even aren't even bringing in trout. Every now and then you'll see somebody will pop off a few of them or be. Well, that just shows you how out of balance our fisheries are right now. 
you know, what's right. Yeah. You know, it seems like for me to catch trout, I got to go wade. If I, you know, if I wade, I've, I've waded a few times over the last month and, and have caught trout pretty decent. But <clears throat> I'm having trouble catching trout out of the boat. Just, I, you know, I mean, it's, I'm sure a lot of it's to do with the wind and weather, but. I just, I, I can't seem to get trout going out of the boat right now. It's just a redfish deal. Well, it's just the way things are right now. And, uh, you know, in a normal fishery, you know, what I've seen over the years, you know, you'll catch 30, 40 <clears throat> trout before you'll ever catch a red. Yeah. And it's, uh, the tables have turned a little bit. We're, yeah, we're definitely doing the opposite of that. Yeah. Definitely catch a lot more reds. So make it, I mean, it's keeping customers happy, and they love it, so we're going with it. But It's a tug. It's, it's a, yeah. It's a good fight, good <clears throat> fish to catch. Just, uh, you know, we've just, all our lives, all you know, we fish for trout primarily, and then redfish for the secondary fish after you get your lemon of trout or whatever. Go fish for reds. Yeah. Yeah, now we're just going straight for reds. Yeah, well, going for the guaranteed thing. Yeah, going for what going you got the most red. of. <clears throat> That's kind of been the deal. For me, anyway. Unless I got guys I want to wade. And then there's been a few areas that, that I, I can catch trout wade. Mm-hmm. Seems like. But it'll be a busy weekend down here. We got a lot going on. Do you? Yeah, we, today is that trout blast tournament that they have every year. It's it's gotten really big. I mean, there's there's always a whole lot of people in it. It's mm-hmm. it's turned into. I mean, I remember when it first started, it was little, but it's it's gotten to be a really big tournament. We got that today, and then uh, there's a Bink's got a corporate or got a group of I know at least a few some boats tomorrow going or not. Yeah, tomorrow. And then we got the turf grass tournament on Monday. So everybody's fishing Sunday, Monday for that turf grass tournament deal. So Man. We got four, pretty much four days, four busy days. <clears throat> Poor fish never get a rest, buddy. <clears throat> Be a lot of redfish caught. Mother Nature will <clears throat> save a lot of them with these high winds for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I put a little damper on them. Tomorrow, yes. especially. And then, uh, it, I don't know when's the next run. There's one next week probably now in there. Something, well, we got a, another one behind this one, <laughs> and uh, then it looks like towards the weekend, you know, another one, too. I saw rain chances in the middle of next week. I figured something was happening. Yeah, you know, before that front approaches, we'll get our southerly flow back like we always do. And then we'll go yeah. north at 20 on Friday and then through the weekend. North at 20. Yeah. Right. Seems like every year when we start pulling these fronts, it's always for the weekends. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, when everybody yeah. wants to go fishing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. When, you know, Friday and Saturdays, you know, we're always booked those two days. So. Sure. Well, that's, you know. <clears throat> So pretty much the way it's been my whole my whole career. Oh yeah, that's the first Saturday's always the first day of the week the books, and Friday's usually the second day of the books. Right. <laughs> and then it goes from there. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep on trucking. But I think you know we get this cool weather. I, I mean, I I can't help but think it's fixing to get really good. It'll help. We'll get the water temperatures down, and yeah. uh, maybe these fish will start schooling. They're going to have to school up and get a lot tighter and congregate better so everybody can put the hammer on them. But <clears throat> with them scattered like they are, it makes it tough. Yeah. And it seems like there was a little – they kind of got – you know, the trout did get pretty good there a little bit. You know, we had a couple weeks there. It seemed like everybody was catching them pretty good, and then I don't know what kind of happened. They kind of – I don't know. They kind of moved around on us or something. Well, with this equinox going on right now, you know, shoreline naturally for trout, your shallow water shorelines are going to be better. They always have been, as long as I can yeah. remember. But 
once you start pulling these fronts and you get all those shrimps start dumping out of the estuaries, yeah, you'll be able to see how many fish you got by the amount of birds that are working and how yeah. vast those schools are. That's and, uh, whether it's going to be little pods of fish or big schools of fish, you'll be able to tell right off the bat well, how many fish you got. Yeah. Yeah. That's better than running a gill net and doing a sample. We also got that. They're having that Texas, the Texas threesome tournament is tomorrow. I forgot about that one. Another one. Jeez. We got, yeah, so we got the trout blast today, the Texas threesome tomorrow, and then the turf grass tournament Monday. Oh. It'll be a busy weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll know. You'll know exactly what kind of trout you got here here shortly. And birds go to work. You know, I I worked the birds. We had actually had birds working here the last month or so, but it was all sand trout, little bitty dinky sand trout, and I mean like six eight inch specks under them. Yeah. I can't remember when that was. A week or two ago, <clears throat> I ran across well, six or eight groups of birds working, and never caught a trout bigger than ten inches. Yeah, trinket trash. Yeah, a little bit. If uh, you know, once the water gets colder, you get all these, get all the gaff top and skip jacks and you know all the garbage out of the bay. Then then you'll know. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, there was good shrimp underneath the birds. I mean, we. Like I said, I went and fished them, and I mean, I saw shrimp jumping. I mean, there was yeah, good good shrimp under those birds. It just had a little bitty, little bitty stuff under them. Juveniles. Yeah. Yep. That's what it was. You used to figure that much shrimp jumping around. There's been some good ones, but there wasn't. Well, that tells you a lot. <clears throat> Pretty good indicator. All right, Tommy boy. Well, hey, I wish you the best this weekend. You're going to have your work cut out for you. Today it's supposed yeah. to gust to 25, you know, so north, yeah, northeast. Busy and see what we can do. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you in Matagorda, give them a number, man. Yes, they can. Uh, they look me up on Facebook, Tommy Alexander. Give me a call. Or a text or leave a message, whatever, on my phone at 979-709-8242. All right, my friend. Tommy, have a good one. Good talking to you. Talk to you next week, man. Take care. All right. All right, that's Captain Tommy Alexander in Matagorda. Now let's run down to South Padre and check in with Captain Brian Barrera. Good morning, Brian. What's up? Morning, sir. How you doing? Couldn't be better. How about you? All righty, just here at the house, uh, hanging out. I'm not fishing today, but I am going to the ranch. We got kind of, I got canceled for today and tomorrow, so not too often I get two days in a row free. So we're going to run up to the ranch and do some hanging out, maybe blast a couple birds or something. Right. Now, I don't uh, know whether that there. rain y'all got yesterday's going to change anything on doves, but, boy, they've been there. Man, It's uh, it's been really good down your way. Yeah, hopefully the front push a few more down, too. Yes. So, so hopefully it's uh, it's it's good hunting. You know, it's also opening. I think turkey season for bow just opened up. Yeah. I think there's going to be a friend of mine there at the ranch going to be trying to shoot a turkey with his bow, I think. Which sounds pretty cool. I mean, we've been getting some bad rough weather lately, so. But. We've still been able to fish. I had a, a few cancellations this week, you know, but kind of cancellations just because the surf was too rough to go out and try to catch tarpon. So I'm still, like, inshore chasing snook this week, chasing some, some redfish. It wasn't too bad. We caught a couple of a really nice snook earlier in the week. Had a double hookup on, like, 33-inch snook. Dang. Um. One day we caught like six of them, and pretty much all of them were overslot snook, which is, you know, 28 inches or bigger. They're all probably 28 to 34 inches. That's good. Um, yep, yep. Uh, 
with a couple really big mangrove snapper. It's been good. So, you know, that rain that we get here will kind of set off the, that snook fishing. The snook like that brackish water, you know, so if you can find some good brackish water areas from that rain, you can rest assured that there'll be some snook hanging out on there. So Right. We've been catching a few fish. It's been fun. Man. Hopefully get on some more. You know, it's already my time of the year down here where my weather starts to get very inconsistent, so I can't chase those the big fish as much as I want to. But wow. hopefully the weather will get a little bit a little bit calmer for us, you know. I was due for a break. I I uh I only had two days off in August and September in total. So I yeah, you've been taking me off and yeah, I didn't take a day off in August, and I uh, only took two days off in September. Man, so well, I know who to call when I need a loan. <laughs> yeah, right. You can give me a better well, interest rate in the bank. <laughs> that's that's the thing about a fishing guide. You can run so many trips, and for some reason, it feels like you're the same. Still got the same amount of money. It's kind of like that old truck stuck in the mud hole, man. It's just spinning them wheels, and you make a little progress, and then you fall back a little bit. Hey, that's the life of a guide. Yeah, like I was talking to my buddy about it. I was like, <laughs> it's like it was easy. Like I was throwing some live bait for some clients the other day, and and uh, and like usually it's hard. You know, it's hard to catch your bait. You got to take a long time to do it, or move right. around. You know, find some bait and. There's just this just horde of like all of a sudden there's this huge school of mullet must have been a thousand of them just swam right next to the boat. I threw one cast, caught like fifty mullet and you know in one cast and the day was I was like wow that was the easiest bait catching I've done all week. Yeah, I can't and even I lift the cast net in. It's so full, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like man, it's so easy. To, I had you know it's gonna I sent a good a text saying you know it's gonna be a good day when you catch the bait this easy and then. Once I got home, I saw I had two screws and two of my trailer tires. And so I had oh to go boy. and replace, replace two tires, and I sent my friend back a text like, yeah, I knew I was going to have to pay for that bait being too easy to catch. It never yeah, comes you got that screwed. Easy. <laughs> yeah, something, yeah, literally, something else always makes up for it. When you get one thing easy, something bad is going to happen as it. So well, saying, the, the more you run, the more it costs and the more stuff you tear up. I mean, it's just, it's. Hey, it is what it is. Yep, yep. And I've got four boats, too, so, you know. Four I'm, boats? Goodness. Yep, yep. I have boats instead of kids, so I just fish. Well, stick with the boats. They're a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, my friend says I'm still saving money. <laughs> yeah, you're saving money with four boats versus four kids, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got something for, for all things i need i've got that big 24 v hull right i've got my 21 shallow sport i've got a 16 foot ginu polling skiff and then i've got another little like a uh, small boat that i use for bass fishing and stuff right well living the dream man here we are or somebody yeah, else's nightmare that I'm living? <laughs> <laughs> but no and really it's been great um i'm happy and i'm blessed to be so busy and be catching a lot of big fish and doing what I love. It's pretty awesome. Well, if you're going to work and work hard and do a good job, you might as well do it for yourself instead of somebody else. You're just just a number, bud. Yeah, not that many people get off of work on Friday and go back on Saturday and, and do it just because they love it for free. You know what right. I mean? I talk to, I talk to a lot of people, and uh, there's very few that love their jobs. Mm-hmm. And so you know me, like if I got off on Saturday, if I work all week, I'll be out there anyways, whether sure. I'm working or not. That's yeah. just because I love the game. I'm with you. I played it a long time. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna shift gears today tomorrow and see if we can get a hold of some It's always good to get you a little break in, man. Yep. Get you from getting getting burnt out. Because, man, yeah, burnout, it just problem. bites. You just don't. Man, I hate that feeling when you just run so much and then there's no end in sight and fishing slows up and you're just all burnt out. Yeah. It was getting to the point where, like, you know when those times when you're so tired you could take a nap pretty much, like, anywhere? Right. Like, sitting somewhere or 
<laughs> hanging out anywhere. You could just feel like you could take a little 10 minute nap real quick. It started to get to that point. You just well, wait, nice wait till them golden years start coming in on you after you've been guiding for a long time. You can sleep on command. <laughs> yeah, right. Whenever wait, you, you mean catch this one, get you harder? get one. <laughs> you mean this gets harder when I get older? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a long ways to go yet. You're young, man. It, uh, but when you get up I'm in the 60s and get up 60s and stretching on 70 it uh you'll you'll feel it you'll notice it yeah i'm gonna try to run 300 trips a year until i'm 45 or so at least and then you'll be a werewolf at 45 buddy you knock out 300 a year that's that's getting it yeah we just we can't fish that many days here i think man i'm trying to remember the most days i ever fished in one year in galway (coughs) Man, it was around two seventy, two eighty, and it was it it was a perfect weather year, you know, for us. It just, you know, the wind well, in the summer is months is what gets are you. So shallow, yeah, our right. flats are so shallow that I can run in thirty mile an hour winds. I can run my guy. Oh trip, yeah, you know? that's no problem down there. Uh, and sometimes I wish it wasn't because it'll be blowing twenty five. My clients are like, "Oh no, we're from up north, we're good to go." And I'm like, "Darn it, just cancel, sir," you know. But uh, you got to get it. And so, yeah, last year I think I ran 316. Man, before, that's getting it. That's a lot. Like that. This that year is be a lot. Insane. All right, Brian. Well, hey, day. buddy. If somebody wants to come down and fish with you, give them some info how they get a hold of you, and they can come on down to Port Isabel and live it up, man. Sure, I'd love to have a couple. I love having sickos come out and fish. I had some recently. Heck yeah, nothing fun. better, man. Um, they're always good fishermen, always cool people. I love taking listeners of the radio show out i appreciate all of them um 956-755-9413 will be the quickest way to get a hold of me or you can check out my website inshorefishingsouthpadre.com highly talented fisherman <laughs> i appreciate your time sir Thank hey you, you bet much. brian enjoy it have a good weekend enjoy yourself see you man you too later all right that's captain brian barrera down in south padre all right, well, it's time for our top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.